0: Hey, and welcome to Heated Waves. Just gonna talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in today's sports. Little quick news. Um, you know, got NBA, MLB, NFL. Of course, as always, on the Heated Waves Network, on the Heated Waves podcast, my good buddy and co-host, Mr. Bradstone.
1: How's it going? How's it going?
0: What's up, man? Uh, let's start out with a little Russell Wilson. Get us just jump right into got it. Paid. Yeah, it's uh, 146 mil, right? Over five years.
1: Four years. Well,
0: he seems to be the highest paid since A-Rod signed uh, that contract last summer. Um, And this seems to be the new genre of, I guess, sports that we're in. These contracts just keep going up and up. And it seems like, you know, uh, we're just at a time and point now where we're just every every five-star athlete, I guess you could call them. We're just waiting around to see how much he's actually gonna get paid from Jimmy G to A Rod to now Russell Wilson. I mean, we're even seeing it in baseball with Machado, Harper and Trout. So these contracts are getting huge and who knows what's gonna come next. So
1: Well, I mean, and you missed out on a lot of other guys. Matt Ryan got a big contract. Aaron Rodgers got a big contract. Yeah, these contracts are just gonna keep going up and it's just winning for quarterbacks, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it's a good it's a good era to be a quarterback in.
1: <laughs> to say the least, when you're getting paid thirty five million dollars a year, it must be fucking nice. I seen something the other day. It broke it down to every minute he makes some ungodly number. What was it like sixteen hundred dollars a minute? I, I promise you, he, every second was a dollar and sixteen cents that he made.
0: Holy cow!
1: Yeah, for, for something like that. Happy,
0: his wife. He him dropped a little video while they were laying in bed right before they're about to go to sleep. And she, Sierra is his wife. She was of like, Of course. 140 mil, baby.
1: Well, yeah, she doesn't have to do anything. He got a $65 million signing bonus.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. But he's the main breadwinner, and, you know, she doesn't have to work as hard because obviously he just got paid $140 million.
1: And that's $70 million over in year one of fully guaranteed money.
0: And in, like, the last two years, his, like, Yearly income is supposed to go up like by like three or four mil. There's a little extra bonuses and shit he's getting if he plays at a certain caliber, I guess.
1: Yeah, and injury related guaranteed money and stuff like that. Let me ask you then: Is he worth it? Is Russell Wilson worth the money there, or should maybe he have went and tested his waters?
0: Uh, no, he's not worth the money. Not in Seattle. Uh, he used to be worth that money. He's in not Seattle. Gonna... Yeah, yeah back when they were winning he was worth that but you just paid this guy I mean it still leaves him with like I think like 19 million or 9 million something like that 19 million I think it was in like cap space so I mean it wasn't like a huge detrimental financial blow to Seattle to sign him for that much or anything but at the same time it's like Russell Wilson's a little older now He doesn't have the team he once was um Hell, I think he should have went over to New York. He would have been a much better fit, and he could have teamed back up with
1: Golden Tate. You really think so? You think he would have done really well over there? I think he would have done well in New York, yes. I think the factor of Saquon Barkley, and I got some news on him later, so stay tuned to that. Uh, I think with him there and, and a, a Russell Hustle, the love muscle Wilson, oh my God, they would have ate some stuff up. I don't think he has a lot of wide receivers, especially yeah. after o, you know Odo Belcom is... Departured out of there, but they did pick up Golden Tate. So that kind of helps. But it may have been pretty good, but I like Seattle's defense over the Giants right now. So well, I would have, I think I would stay.
0: Hindsight, uh, but I mean, I mean yeah, he, I mean, do I blame him for staying? No. Even if he would have not gotten paid this much, I think he would have stayed really regardless, unless, you know, obviously New York or somewhere else would have offered him something higher. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I think he deserves a little more money, but not to be the highest-paid quarterback in history right now is not that
1: good. It just depends on how they're looking at it. Because if, if the way they're paying him and the way they're looking at it, because here's how I would, is if I'm the coach, and he literally does everything for that team. If he wasn't the quarterback, I so hardly believe that they wouldn't even have had 10 wins this year. They went biased. to the.
0: He, he's a Wisconsin
1: guy. That has nothing to do with it. Just one time. Oh. St- that has nothing to do with it. Okay. I think he literally does everything. For, he hasn't, look, he hasn't thrown for less than 3000 yards ever. He was rookie of the year, Uh six time pro bowler, super bowl champion. He rushes for tons of yards. He actually holds 15 NFL records, 36 Seahawks franchise records. And I, I, I believe a guy that has done that and has been the NFL's passer rating leader, NFL passing touchdowns leader deserves some kind of money, but no, I don't think he deserves a ridiculous amount like that. But I do think he's worth a lot of money, not just because he's went to Wisconsin, come on, man.
0: I think he made out like a bandit. Well, I guess I could say well-deserving. I mean, he does have, you know, like you said, he does have quite the resume, but at the same time, like that hasn't Portrayed at towards the end of your career now, like you're at a point where you're on the decline, not on, on you know, the middle pitch or up going. So yeah, because
1: he is twenty nine, and after this contract would be up the four year contract, he'd be thirty three, and that's when you do statistically decline. But I think he's got another year or two. He'd be really good at. Yeah. I really well, do. I think he's he's worth the money, but just if he would have went somewhere else that had more talent offensively. Seahawks don't have anybody.
0: In other news, something you might be happy about, some NFL news here other than Russell, is the Packers might sign DK Metcalf out of Old Miss. He'd be on a first round. He'd probably potentially be their twelfth pick, but he did great in the combine, even though he didn't like extremely ball out at Old Miss. But he's huge, he's fast, he's just a great player. Uh He's dude, he's a beast. He's be exciting, especially if he uh can you know hook up with Aaron Rodgers over there. I think he could have a pretty good career.
1: Absolutely. He, have you seen the arms of that guy? That yeah guy, Oh my god, that guy is huge, ripped, cool. and fast. I'd take him. Yeah. I'd take him for the thing. There's
0: a, a little uh Discrepancy in uh, Jacksonville. Monday, Tom Coughlin held a voluntary offseason workout for the Jags, and looks like Jalen Ramsey nor Telvin Smith, a linebacker for the Jaguars, showed up. Um, you know, they asked Jalen about it. He said the team knows why I'm not there, but when the mandatory uh, practices come, he says he'll show up and in shape. So, they, and his him nor anybody or even his agent would say what's going on so there, there's probably another contract issue going on with Jalen Ramsey or some front office problems um, but he's obviously not happy with Tom Coughlin either but Tom Coughlin kind of called him out a little bit at the uh, you know whatever it's called showcase or whatever you know where you do a little interview thing Yeah. Um, so, so it sounds like there's a little deeper good news in Green Bay bad news in Jacksonville
1: it sounds like it's a little bit deeper than what it should be that we know about probably there for Ramsey, or he's just being that dickheaded guy. He kind of is, he has that kind of persona and just attitude and I'm the shit. I don't have to do anything. I think every practice, if a coach asks you to be there, you should be there. Yeah, down easy enough. Uh, other news, Von Miller, this is some pretty interesting stuff, uh, has a long term and short term goal. Both are kind of ambitious. Uh, He wants to set his sights at Bruce Smith's all-time sack record at 200. You need 200, which the man played 20 years and averaged 10 sacks basically per year. Good luck catching that. But Miller said one big season that he would have to have is he would have to average, from here on out, 12.25 sacks per year. Because right now he's at 98. But he says this year he wants to put up 20 sacks and would put him on a pace to basically beat him at the end of his career if Von Miller ended up playing a 20-year career because he's nine years in. He's got 11 years left. The highest he's ever had career-wise, Miller is 18 and a half sacks in a season, and that was back in 2012. So, I mean, he better get after it. I'm hoping he does because I'd love to see that old Von Miller, that mean hit Von Miller, and he's got a lot of talent around him over in D- Denver's D that they're rebuilding. So maybe he can do that, but good luck, man. Yeah,
0: that was a tough record to break.
1: Right. Bruce Smith was after it. I mean, everybody. He got after everybody. So uh, good luck. And I don't you know, doubt it at all. Miller even said, as long as I'm still going and as long as I'm still playing first and second down and rushing the quarterback on third down, then I'm good. Whenever I start slipping on third down, then that's when you know Vaughn is on his way out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, moving on to my boy Saquon Barkley. Shout out, Saquon. I guess he's getting a lot of uh, discrepancy and people mad, saying that they should have basically went out and got a quarterback last year in the first round with the second overall pick, then picking up Saquon Barkley because Eli sucks. And obviously this year the Giants are going to finally, I so hard and believe that they're going to get a damn quarterback, that first pick, because they get the sixth pick this year.
0: Well, I mean – there's not a, in my opinion, there's not a, lot of, not a lot of top choices in the draft this year for quarterbacks.
1: Not like there was last year, the year before that, or the year before that. Right. Got, there's no, I mean, there's good players at quarterback, but there's not anybody that is going to come in and ball as a starting quarterback in the NFL their first year.
0: Well, I mean, there's some exceptions, but it is a rarity.
1: Here's a bold prediction. I don't think there's going to be one quarterback out of this draft become a very good starting quarterback this year
0: oh well i mean other than possibly tyler murray out of oklahoma or wherever he's from he's got the possibility to do it but you know that's all up in the air too he might because go first the to the same cardinals situation with dk metcalf i mean yeah he looked good in the combine he didn't look good at old miss so you know it's it's still a 50 50 thing but you know he could step on the field and ball out he could step on the field and be garbage you never know
1: We can be, but I'm still sticking with it. I don't think there's a quarterback out there this year that's going to be a, you know, let's compare him to a player. Let's say, kind of like what uh, Baker Mayfield did last year. Had about 4,000 yards. If if I see a quarterback out of this draft have 4,000 passing yards, 20-plus touchdowns, and 10 or less interceptions, then okay, you got me. But I don't think that's going to (laughs) happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a rarity.
1: But I do think the... Giants had it right. Picked up Barkley out of that first round last year. I think absolutely you pick him there. And this year you pick a quarterback because there are quarterbacks out there they can go after. There's uh, uh, Duke's quarterback Daniel Jones that could be there at six spot. Um, Ohio State's quarterback Dwayne Haskin. Both of those guys are pretty decent guys. And I think they probably fare better than Eli Manning at this point in his career. And he and keep him around, you know, or have him be the starter until he kind of shits out, and then bring one of these guys in, whoever you draft this year, and let them play and let him give them some pointers. Yeah, possibly. And then, of course, you have Saquon Barkley. That's an absolute beast. And missed a single game this year. Had second most in rushing yards this year, second most in receiving yards and catches by a fucking running back.
0: Well, it's it's undeniable. I'm- I mean, it's, for one, it's stupid to complain that they should have went after somebody else other than Saquon because Saquon is a good choice no matter what the year. it is. I mean, it's just a straight good choice. So you can't regret him as a choice, period. But the fact that they don't have a quarterback wasn't an issue at that time. Because what the fuck did they know? They think, oh, yeah, well, we have a feeling Eli Manning's uh, season isn't going to be that great this year. So uh, we're going to go ahead and trade and keep Saquon. I mean, what the fuck? No, it's not really how (laughs) it works. So you got to take into consideration that, you know, you got to set up for that and you got to, you know, pre-plan that. So when you see your quarterback situation arise, you know, it's usually a future option that usually goes down.
1: True, true. Well, that was all the uh, NFL news I had because really all else that's going to be happening is next week is going to be the NFL draft, and we'll see where everybody's at after that. It's a three-day event, and I believe that's yeah. the 27th. So we'll see who well, everybody gets and, and if who gets what quarterback, and then we can judge it from then.
0: Definitely. Uh, to some MLB news, uh, yep. bad news for Mets fans. Jacob Degrom, uh, the Mets' new ace, set for uh, elbow surgery. Um, he's supposed to get an MRI on that. Um, it's probably looking like Tommy John's. Um, that uh, was a big thing by the Mets this year. Um, he, I'm pretty sure, he was a Cy Young winner last year. So with him going down, it looks like he might miss a couple games, um, and that's bad news for your number one in the bullpen. Absolutely. That's all I had on MLB NBA. Um, Lakers still needing a new coach after firing Luke Walton. Uh, looks like top-tier people in the running right now are Tyron Lue. Boo. And Miami's assistant coach, Jolan Howard, who is a former teammate of LeBron James.
1: Yeah, that's interesting that he could possibly be the guy, but I'm not surprised Tyronn Lue is, not, you know, is in there with the whole mix of people they're trying to get it because – Obviously they've been there together, they've done it together and LeBron probably wants him there so cuz he could boss him around. That's all LeBron <laughs> did. He bossed him I'll, around the whole you know, time. Like, oh yeah, why not bring this guy
0: in like yeah. he listens to me. like he I could punk to him. Right, right. I'm taking My
1: team. <laughs> That's
0: right? All he does. That looks like the situation that could occur, but at the same time, you have different people in the front office as well. Jeannie Buss don't fuck around either.
1: So, would you blame her for Luke Walton? Get him out of there, man. He hasn't had a winning season yet, and bye. That's all I got to say. Here's some. Uh, I, I thought
0: it was a bad idea when they first hired Luke Walton. So,
1: yeah, he wasn't successful as a player. What made you think he'd be really good as a coach? I mean, especially to keep the tier that he would have to stay in you know following phil jackson how how do you bring hit that guy in just because he played with phil jackson doesn't mean he's gonna come in to be the best coach ever
0: yeah it's not one of those situations where just because he was squad at one point as a sixth or seventh man deem him worthy of coaching an la lakers
1: franchise. that's a prestige freaking franchise and that was your guy so whatever
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens in L.A. Hopefully um, they can land somebody for LeBron's sake and get themselves a coach so they can get their shit together. Obviously, still a lot of young talent over there, but the Lakers are in the works of getting that done.
1: Yep, and I wouldn't be surprised if they went with Tyronn So.
0: I would not either. Um, that's all I had on the NBA as well. Did you have anything else, Mr. Bradstone? Um,
1: I was just going to add the uh, all the teams, if you're not really familiar. Uh, Bucks are, of course, 2-0 and up on Detroit. Nice. Uh, the Raptors in Orlando are tied, but also playing, playing right now. Out. Yep. and yep. just started third quarter, seven minutes to go. And I'm surprised the Magic even got one game yet so far. But, hey, that's what happens. Uh, 76ers came out whooped ass last night, even without an Embiid. They're out now up two games to one in that series over the Nets. Uh, their next game will be Saturday on 420 TNT. Uh, tonight, good game, another good game. Boston's up 2-0 on the Pacers and doesn't look good for the Pacers. And I'm hoping the Celtics win because that's who I picked. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, God, the game last night, Golden State you know, playing LA, Kevin Durant was well. He was the best goddamn player in the, in the whole entire world and galaxy. Uh, took the team on his shoulder and just splashing shots over two guys at a time. They're now up two games to one over the Clippers and the Nuggets. Man, what is going on with those guys? I, it's crazy to me. No, no, they're slipping. They're down. Yeah, they're down uh, two games to one. Spurs are winning that. Um, they play Saturday as well we'll see if they can't tie it up. And wow, that's interesting su- basketball. Yeah, surprisingly, the Thunder are 0-2, down two games to none to the Blazers. Right? I think we both picked what the...
0: What the fuck,
1: man? I'm pretty sure we picked the Thunder, and that's going to be a tough one to climb out of. But they play
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, tonight, the last game tonight. So we'll see if they can't get one of those games tonight. Let's go Thunder. And, of course, the Rockets are just... Being the Rockets in the playoffs, and the Beard is winning. James Harden. They're up two games, none over the Utah Jazz.
0: Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts.
1: And they play once we get to the, the next one. right. They play Saturday night as well. So that's all the NBA news got.
0: Right on. Well, I'm excited to get uh, that next round started off. See how the rest of that Eastern-Western uh, first round playoffs end. Um, once that new one begins, the second round, we will get those picks out for you guys as well. Yep. Um from the Heated Waves podcast, I'm
1: T Ball. And I'm Mr. Bradstone.
0: Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we appreciate all the uh you know voicemails and everything. Find us on uh social media sites. Uh we appreciate it.
1: Yep, and take it easy. Bye.
2: Hypothetically speaking, since you know uh Luke Walton got fired from the Lakers or let like, go, uh, whatever you want to call it. And I, it's more like the LeBron Lakers, not, not, not L.A. Would a smart move, and I don't know much about basketball, but a, a little bit. Would a smart move if a player's causing that much controversy, you know, the team wasn't winning last year. Would a smart move would be trade him for two other players and just start from scratch? Because to me, I just think LeBron's garbage. You know, he, he has a great track record, but uh, his attitude really sucks. You know, he needs to pay attention to the leadership that's given, not, you know, trying to be the team leader and trying to be coach at the same time. So uh, what do you guys think?
1: Thanks for stopping by. Good good vibes, Jason. Excuse me. Um, yeah, see, if I was in that position after what I've seen and how i seen LeBron play this year and it was just horrible – Um, and the Lakers not having any success two years prior, and they thought they were going to bring in LeBron and have all his success, and he's going to make all these young guys good and all this stuff. Obviously, it didn't happen. Look, LeBron's getting older. He's not as good as he was. Yes, he was very, very good before, but that's because of his size at his position. I could go on and on about that. Yes, I think LeBron's garbage this year. Have you watched any of his play? I mean, it was just like he didn't care he's there for the money i said that one of our last podcasts when he got all that money when it was me and you know the other three or four guys and now it's just me and t-ball but i just i would have trade i would trade lebron for two or three guys or two guys and a couple picks you know high up you know second whatever round picks however you want to do it um i think he needs to sit back and let a coach be the leader he needs to be the leader on the court
2: But it also, I think, with going on with your decision, in order for LeBron to follow direction, you have to have a strong coach that is going to lay down the law and either bench your best player and, until he gets it and then talk to the front office. You know, I mean, owners can be enthused and, and uh, mesmerized by a star player like LeBron, but at the same time, they need to care about wins. And if a player is getting in the way of that, you know realistically, which he did, he did this season, you know he got he he got in the way of Walton coaching, you know, and it's it's i think it's more than being a pla- leader on a player on the on the board, but understanding the message that comes along with it and the direction in which the Lakers need to go, so yeah, I mean,
1: I agree with you yeah i get where you're coming from man and honestly i don't know if there's a coach out there anymore that could possibly coach lebron i think no matter who comes in and let's let's not forget that they had tyron lew the guy that used to be his coach in cleveland coming in to interview and he'll probably be the coach because lebron knows he can just you know pursue or persuade him to do whatever he wants because that's what he did in cleveland he took over he told tyron lew to shut up and he just started coaching the team so i think LeBron's got too much say in this and you need a coach that's going to be able to come in and actually, like you were saying, hey man, you need to take a back seat this game or you need to sit down, you need to just take a break and maybe we get some other guys getting going and then maybe we can put you back in and see what happens, even though you're the greatest player quote, not my eyes, but in the world of ESPN for whatever reason, but I think that would have taken like a Phil Jackson or a Pat Riley or somebody like that or even a Bobby Knight <laughs> from college basketball to settle down LeBron, so We'll see what happens next year.